This is your Womanhood After Motherhood podcast, episode number six, with guest Brandi Harris. Welcome to Womanhood After Motherhood. I'm your host, Reva. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, I'm going to speak to a dancer choreographer named Brandy. Prior to having kids, Brandy was dancing and touring with the Black Eyed Peas, Missy Elliott, Neo, Rihanna, Chris Brown, Jimmy Fox, the list goes on. And then uh, she met her husband, who is a drummer and producer, his name's Keith, with, uh, when they were touring with the Black Eyed Peas. And, uh, and then they decided to get married and have kids. So I'm really curious to know how her life changed what she was expecting, uh, what her plan was, and how the plan went. Um, now she has two boys, and she spends her time choreographing music videos and uh, commercials and also teaching dance classes, which is where I met her because she teaches, hands down, the best dance class that I have ever been to. Uh, she's in L.A. If you ever get a chance to get out there, I highly, highly recommend it. It is called Sweat Squad. You can find her on Instagram. It's a dance fitness class. Uh, and that's where I saw her bringing her sons to the studio. And um, she has two kids, two boys, uh, Christian Keith, who is six, and Caleb, who is three. And I was fascinated with the with how she was incorporating her life um, as a mother into her life as a woman and uh, a professional. I have so many questions for her today, and I can't wait to jump right in. So please welcome Brandy Harris. Brandy, welcome to Womanhood After Motherhood. Hi, thank you for having me. How are you? I'm great, uh, being a woman after motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> So can you tell me, what did your life look like before you had kids? Oh, I was living that life. Um, I was on tour, going, traveling the world. Um, that was pretty much my life. And I, as a dancer, I dancer, choreographer, and I was on tour with Black Eyed Peas and Fergie and a bunch of other people, but mainly them. And I was just traveling the world, doing my thing, living my life, and I met my husband on the road. And so we were on the road together doing that. And then I would love you to tell the story of <laughs> how you found out you were pregnant. So you got yes. married, you guys were, were starting to think about having a family. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? Then, so um, yes, we got married. And then we were like, oh, I'm like, I want to get pregnant, like not really thinking it all the way through, like, you probably won't have this lifestyle anymore. And so um just going about life and then I was working for an artist and we were on the Latin Grammys and in rehearsals and everything I was like oh my god like I'm so tired and like I can't dance as hard as I used to like what's wrong with me I gotta quit drinking because I'm I just thought I'd hang over <laughs> for like a week and then um I went to the gym with my with one of my girlfriends and I was like man I want me a hamburger with some peanut butter in it and she was like, girl, no, I was like, I want two hamburgers and I want a smoothie with some peanut butter. And I was like, I don't ever eat either of those things. And she was like, girl, you need to take a pregnancy test. I was like, I am not pregnant. Not the way I just been for the last week and a half. And I took a pregnancy test and it was positive. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's what was wrong with me. And I still have to quit drinking. <laughs> 
it's not the bottomless mimosas <laughs> at brunch. Oh man, I, I like literally I was at a brunch with bottomless mimosa, and I just felt like I never recovered from that particular brunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! And then seven years later, you're like, wow, I still haven't recovered from it. <laughs> so you get pregnant with your first son. Mm-hmm. What was your plan at that point? No. <laughs> No, like I, okay, my plan was, I was like, okay, as soon as I have this baby, all our, all us first time moms think this, like I'm going to drop the baby weight in like six weeks or like a month. I'm going to be like back to my regular first before I had a baby weight. And then I'm going to go back and start working again and auditioning. Like that was the plan. Um, but no one tells you like, you're probably a not going to feel like doing that right after you have a baby. Like if you have the time to spend, you're going to want to spend it. And I always try to tell my girlfriends that who they do the same thing. They're like, Oh yeah, I'm dropping this baby weight. And then I'm like right back to work. And I'm like, you're not going to feel like it. Like if you don't have to, like if your job's not forcing you, you're not going to feel like it. So then your life completely changed and completely. Mm-hmm. Once that reality sort of set in, what kind of changes happened uh, that you didn't really expect? Um, well, first of all, my body didn't want to cooperate with me the way I thought it was going to cooperate with me and just, you know, drop all the baby weight. So that was one thing. Um, and then, like I said, not wanting to go back right away, kind of being yeah. like more in love with my kid than my career. I didn't expect that. So I just started figuring out ways to incorporate what I do in the flow of what would work for me mother mothering wise and what did that bring you to so i um started choreographing uh and i started like assisting other choreographers because you don't have to really travel as much and um it's the hours are long like when you're a dancer the hours are long but um if you're the choreographer you're not there the whole time like when they leave and they go on tour they're doing you don't have to be there for every little single thing Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like your work is a bunch of days and then you know you can relax or go to another job whatever it is that you're doing so I did that and then I started my sweat squad class which is my dance fitness class and I would do that on the weekends yeah, and that class just that changed <laughs> my life. It oh, was good. so, so incredible for me. And you know this already, but um, for people listening, I had been doing fertility treatments and feeling mm-hmm. like my body just wasn't mine at all. And then I found your class and I had taken dance classes in you know New York and LA and Toronto. But when I took your class, <laughs> I felt so amazing. I felt my body as a woman. I felt yeah. myself just really just be connected and be sexy and be powerful yes. and energized and it was just such a like powerful energy in your classes it was so so I'm so glad that you that you brought that offering to to the world because <laughs> oh, it, 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 like yes, it meant it meant so much to me and I know to so many to so many it people was- it was created for very selfish purposes, but it actually ended up <laughs> working for a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a mother, you know, mm-hmm. I, we feel the responsibility to not want to inconvenience anybody. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with that in your own life? Uh, yeah. I mean, I still struggle with that sometimes, you know, 
I, for a long time, didn't uh, do a lot of things that I really wanted to do because I felt like, well, I have to be here. I have two, I have two children now, seven, I mean, sorry, he'll be seven this year, but six and three. And so I was like, I have to be responsible for them. Like, it's like my sole duty (laughs) to be a one woman show for these children. And so um, I, I would pass on a lot of things. I would not go places I wanted to go because I just felt like I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be taking care of the kids. And but was hard. anybody was anybody telling you to do that? Did you feel that that pressure or was no, it sort of this it internal? No, it was me. It was mm. all me. It was like, this is my responsibility. This is my role. Like, I'm the mother. I should be there with my kids. And then, you know, we kind of look at moms who, like, aren't there with their kids all the time. Like, oh, pff, you're a deadbeat. Like, what are you doing? But it's, it's, it's not fair because we don't look at dads like that, you know. Dads can go and... And it's just like, and you see a dad pushing a stroller and you want to give him like a medal of honor. <laughs> right. You, know, you see a mom push a stroller, you're like, girl, you're not pushing that stroller right. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's such a good point. Your baby has no socks on, it's cold. So, but if it's a dad, it's like, oh my God, the dad has, you should put socks on the baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you oh, know, my. I just felt like it, it, it's my own thing. It's my own thing that I deal with. And um, me and my husband have to have talks about it still. He's like, if you want to do something, do it. Just let me know. You know, I, I felt like jealous of him a little bit because I was like, you can just get up, go. You know, you could say, oh, my friend's having a birthday party tonight. I'm going. I was like, I feel like I can't do that. And he's yeah. like, well, why can't you? <laughs> Who told you you couldn't? I'm like, you did when you didn't say it. <laughs> okay, right. Wow. Yeah, that's such a... I, that's so profound that he said that, that he asked you, like, who, who told you? Because yeah. he's like, it wasn't me. And are, you, are we just telling ourselves? And I think I did the same thing where I mm-hmm. I internally was like, no, you you have to do this, this, and this. But why? why? I who don't, told you you needed to lose weight? Like, yeah. yeah, who said that to you? I mean, it was said to me when I was a dancer. But now it's like, who? But still, you're like, I, got, I need to. I feel like as women, we have all these, like, the days that don't really exist that are telling us all these things it's ourselves, but we think it's the world or mm. we think it's an expectation of us that really is not it's just our own expectations of ourselves i guess oh yeah that is that is such a good point that is a really good insight so one of the things i really want to talk to you about is how did you incorporate the kids into your life. And this is a leading question because for me, <laughs> I, 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 that's what like what really drew me into want to talk to you because I remember at one of your classes, your husband and your son <laughs> in the <laughs> class and, and, and they weren't, you know, walking around like your husband was working. He was doing the, the <laughs> door and your son was sitting down on the, uh, you know, on the bench. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is so amazing that she's just running these classes and her husband and her kid are here and they're just incorporated into your life. So why was that important to you? It's important for me because I don't have family out here. It's just me uh, and my husband. We're alone. So anytime we want to go do anything, we have to pay someone. We have to pay a babysitter. And so I was working um, on sets and things. And obviously you can't bring your children there. And then I was teaching my class at other studios and I would 
I wouldn't really feel comfortable bringing my kid there because it's like, oh, this is a place of work. But I know I would want to go to certain classes and stuff and I didn't have childcare. Like, I'm not going to get a babysitter for an hour so I can go do a yoga. Like, that's that for me. I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was like, I'm going to start my class. And when I do my own class, I'm just going to bring my kid because it's mine. Like, I can do that now. I'm yeah. going to bring my kid because it's more convenient for me. And then I opened it up to the other moms. Like, if it's more convenient for you, please bring your kid. Because I felt like I felt like you get cut off from a lot of things when you have a small child. Yeah. Because you either have to breathe them or you have to figure out somewhere for them to be with you. Yeah. But you were very specific in, in you know, wanting in allowing mothers to bring in their kids, but not mm-hmm. it not being a mommy and me no. class. So why was that mm-hmm. important? Because like I wanted to have something of my own. I wanted to not be a mom for an hour, even if it sounds horrible. I don't care. No. But you, I just needed a moment, and I I find that. When we become mothers, things just, it's like the whole world becomes about your kid. And I just wanted a space where I could be myself and do my own thing. And where moms could be themselves and do their own thing. And and now you, you bring your kids to, so you have two boys. You bring them yes. with you sometimes, right, when you're working? I do, well, the little one, no, he's not. <laughs> the little one's not allowed <laughs> to come for the whole other reason just because he is Wow, man. Got it. But I do. I, I, And my husband brings them as well. I'm starting to bring him a little bit more. He's calming down. But yeah, me and my husband yeah. both, we take our kids um, to work with us. They yeah, need to I see. Really... You know, they need to see. And why do you think it's important that they sort of, uh, that they come into your lane with you in your life and, and do these things with you and, and live on your terms? Um, A, because they're the kid, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm the mom. I don't do like you don't run it you know what I mean to an extent you do run it you know I mean they run the house but in as far as like life like you also you're not going to be a kid forever Mm. and you need to understand situations and adult situations and how to behave and how to be around people and how to see people working and you know and this is what I want to do. And you're here. So you're coming mm. <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. nothing that's going to harm you, hurt you, scar you. Yeah. You'll be fine. I grew up like that, though. My mom was in theater. And our whole life, she was an actress and she did community theater. And we lived at the theater mm. all the time. So for me, it's just like a normal thing. Oh, I love that. I do think it's so great that he got to see you doing something you're so passionate about mm-hmm. and you know you're taking time away it's not like you're working while they're at school you yeah. this is on a weekend this is on a it Saturday is. this is in the evenings this is mm-hmm. when it should be and that's in quotation marks, time. family time or mm-hmm. their time but this is your time and it's it, it feels like it's a really good lesson and, and something important for them to see that it's mm-hmm. not just about them but it's also about you and mm-hmm. and then when they grow up and they have relationships they will want that for their partner as well. I, I think so too. I mean, you know, I think who didn't love um, take your kid to work day? Like when you used to get to go to work with like your mom or dad for the day, like you thought that was so cool. You know what I mean? And so I just look at it the same way. He enjoys 
coming to my stuff and then we take them to the studio we take them to my husband's stuff and they mm-hmm. they get to see a lot of things that they wouldn't normally see just at the park or at home or you know at a yeah. play date so for them they just think it's they're like oh what is this what you know because it's like fun new stuff that I get yeah. to do what kinds of things do you do for yourself by yourself for myself um, I do go to the spa when it was open. I'm waiting for the Korean spa to open up mm, again. That's yes, like my jam. Like spa, um, yes. I try to do that like once a week. Um, I work out and then um, I have like this whole nighttime routine. Oh yes, I've heard you mention your nighttime routine and how important it is to you as a woman. Well, you know, the kids have a nighttime routine. So I'm like, wait. Yes. I need the nighttime routine. Um, so, yeah, I put my kids to bed. And then I take a nice long shower and I wash my face. And then I put on, like, all my body oils. And I, like, at night I use oil. I oil myself up with some lavender smelling oil. And I spray some perfume on. And I put nice pajamas on. And um, Oh, wow. The nice pajamas. I I don't ever. I don't even, I mean... I think I have like one pair of nice pajamas and they're tucked at the very back of the cupboard, but I would never just put on, put them on every night. Like it, it, that would be a special occasion. It feels so, I love it. It's just for you. Just feel, I just want to feel like I've washed off the day of like these crazy kids and all this stuff. And now like I'm me, I'm like Brandy at her essence. <laughs> and so I get my tea and then I sit on my couch and you know, yeah, Watch my transition shows. yourself from mom to woman. Yeah, I literally I need that time. Like if I don't have that time, I don't know. I don't know what type of person I would be <laughs> the next day. Yeah, but it's so I, I love how you just you really care for yourself. I found after I had my daughter, my body's just sort of I haven't really reconnected with it and actually Mm. like touching it and and putting your oil on and putting your perfume on for no reason like you're not going out it's not like you're trying to have some (laughs) sexy night you are really doing it for yourself Mm -hmm. taking all taking that time and those products I don't even use products for myself I'm like I gotta you know put this on because I'm going outside or I gotta I'm going you know my husband's gonna see me but actually doing the yeah But doing that for yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. is such a it is such a gift. You know, it's a new thing that I implemented because I was I have a three year old and I just still haven't gotten back to where I was pre baby. Like I probably never will, honestly. Like I'm thirty nine. I was early thirties the first time I got like it, I'm just like, let's be real with myself, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I just was like, I'm tired of not loving myself and not appreciating my body and always criticizing myself for it looking the way it looked after I've literally created two miracles, okay? And it's like, but you look a mess, you know? And it's like, that wasn't fair. So I was meditating one day and it just came to me and it was like, you know, you should do this. And I was like, 
and you know it really now like just touching my face in a certain way it just makes me feel beautiful and in some ways it just shows my body that I love it like rubbing oil yeah. on all the parts that I don't feel deserve oil you know yeah. I'm like <laughs> let me give you some love and then it's like oh okay all right lady like yeah. you're beautiful so yeah. that's why I do it it is it's so nice um so in terms of you like your life was so free before oh. and and so is there anything <laughs> is there anything that that you really um desire about your old life that you want to incorporate or that you have tried to incorporate into mm -hmm. this life now um i really enjoyed the traveling but obviously i can't do it at a pace that i was doing it so like Literally for my birthday, um, one of my friends just did us a little staycation right in Hollywood. And that was nice to just get out and to just not be at home, be in a different environment and just have a couple days to just me and my friends. And, and I don't have to worry about anything. And I don't, you know, it's like... It's one thing when you go out somewhere, but you're always thinking, well, what time is it? Like, I got to get home. Like, I got to get home. And then another to just be like, I have no responsibility today. So I try yeah. to do those every, okay, in my brain, I would love to do it once a month, but yeah, yeah. every few months. <laughs> and so are the kids at home with your husband at that point? Yes. And his best friend lives with us. So they, they yeah. And he, you know, he really gives me that time. He he doesn't even call my phone. He won't even text me. And I'll be like, are you upset? He's like, no, I'm trying to let you go have a good time. Like, and I'm like, cool. You know, I don't have to check in every five minutes and all of that. So it's, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there is that there is that element that I'm doing something wrong when I'm out and he's home. And so I do feel like everything's cool. I'm so cool, right? I'm so cool to be out. Everything's fine. I, I thought about you because you had said that you like eating, got some ice cream. And you were like yeah. so scared. So I was like last week, I like, mind you, the kids were in school. So it wasn't even like, and I was like, I'm going to go get an acai bowl. Literally, I'm home alone. I was like, well, should I get everyone one? I don't want to get everyone one. Like, I just want to get my own. And, I, and then I yeah. thought about you and I started cracking up. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, when I was in the, uh, I went and got ice cream. And instead of sitting in and eating the ice cream, I got in the car and like drove home so fast. I was I thought, gosh, nobody can see me outside eating this ice cream because if somebody sees no me, they're going to tell. you enjoying like, yourself relaxing. It's yeah. like a crime. No, it's such a I remember in those early days when somebody would call and I was so tired and I was like napping on the couch and somebody would wake me up and I would answer the phone. Oh, I'm really busy. I'm really busy. I'm just working so, so busy. It was like, I'm asleep still. My body, but I could not admit it. <laughs> That's a thing though. Like, I feel like you always have to, when people are like, hey, so what you been up to? Like, you have to show that you're busy. You can't be like, yeah. chilling. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> it's just not acceptable anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is it is this sort of like this busy 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 hustle. Mm -hmm. It's like makes you, I don't know, amongst the moms, it's just this weird, not even competition, but it's just the routine that we've got into. It's it no, there's a competition. There there's a competition who's you, who's busier. Listen, you've gotten the mom competition. So, is she sleeping through the night yet? 
Oh, oh she's yeah. not oh mine slept through the night first week is she uh, body trained it's like are you, are you asking these questions like why are you i feel yeah. like you just trying to gauge where your kid is versus where my kid is oh oh yeah the potty tra- <laughs> i just went through the potty training uh recently like over the past year and so and i when i mean the, a year like it, it took a year for the potty oh, we're training still, we're still and- we started during the pandemic and he's still like yeah yeah, Not. that's what. And my so many friends are like, "Oh, it took us three days. Oh, three days, and that's it." I was like, "Why are you even?" I don't really. Yeah, it's because it's like the it's like the I don't have anything else going on in my life, so I need to have the best kid. Right, right. The badge of honor that my yeah, kid went because that's what they have to show for it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're not doing anything else. <laughs> yeah, there is there definitely is an element of that where I do mm-hmm. feel like people who, um, if there isn't any anything else to talk about, mm-hmm. that you really have to, your life becomes about your kids because yeah. you don't have anything. Yeah. Do you feel like that's why it's important to have your own passions and hobbies? It is very hobbies? important. It's very, like you, I feel like you need that, you know, you just need something of your own because you're child is only there for literally a short amount of time of your life yeah and i feel like some women put their lives on hold until their kids are like 15 16 and then they get back mm-hmm. but then they've lost it's this hard. whole decade yeah. and a half of of yeah. their life of what they could have really so i like i put mine on like if it was at a 10 on like a three but we're going to keep it teetering (laughs) you know what I mean like I'm we're going to it's it's slowed down but I'm going to stay there you know I'm not going to just completely go to zero because that's just not my personality and then they're going to get older and then I'll be like okay great so I have so much time you know let's ramp it on up but I don't want to like lose it you know and then because you lose confidence already so it's kind of like you don't lose all the confidence yeah, and and how it's bringing so much to your life and to your family and the modeling mm-hmm. for your kids. Like it's so so much bigger than just yeah. you keeping your toe in. It's so much. Yeah, bigger than that. it is. It is. Yeah. It's true. Brandy, thank you so much for chatting with me today. <laughs> I like to close the show with okay. a personal mantra, so an affirmation that we can say to ourselves mm-hmm. in a tough moment. Okay, um, Brandy, can you please share your mantra with us? Yes. As I look into the camera, my mantra is when I feel crazy and when things are going bad for me, not bad, but just, you know, you get that. Ugh, I just like, you know what? It's cool because everybody's crazy. Everybody's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, we all look like that. You know, we all, you know, my, my best friend gave me some great advice the first time I got pregnant. She said, listen, some days you're just going to look in the mirror and cry. And it was the best advice because I had those days and I was like, it's it's okay. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Find Brandy on Instagram at Brandy underscore Harris. And for updates on our latest dance classes, you can follow sweat.squad. Thank you all for listening. Join us on Instagram at Womanhood After Motherhood to continue the conversations. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for updates on the latest episodes.